Hey lovely lady, welcome back to this week's episode of the Get Confident Podcast. Super excited for today's episode. We are speaking with one of my clients actually, her name is Heidi. First time having a a client on the show. She is going to be sharing her incredible journey, going from feeling a bit directionless and kind of lost in life, not really knowing where her place is in terms of career, all the way to finding confidence and success. Such a cool story and journey. You are going to love listening to this. Uh, She also shares her favorite tool that she learned when her and I uh, were doing our coaching together a little bit earlier on this year. So you will get to take that away for yourself. It's a great episode talking about self-discovery, talking about job interviews, overcoming challenges, fear and you know all the mental nonsense that goes on inside a woman's mind when her confidence isn't quite where it needs to be. Have fun listening to this episode and as always I would love to support you on this journey if you yourself know that there is more out there for you and you want to really be where you dream of in terms of your career but you need a little bit of help please get in touch with me. I would love to support you. To learn more and have an initial chat to see how I can best help you, send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. Direct links are inside the description of this podcast, or you can find me at Johnelle Hoskin. Okay, enough of that goodness. Let's get into this week's episode. I'm Janelle Hoskin and you beautiful are here to get confident. No more self-doubt, no more overthinking, no more what ifs. I'm helping you grow your confidence so you can live a fulfilled life. Welcome to the show. Heidi, I am so excited for you to be on the podcast today. Like I say this at the start of every guest episode, right? The the regular ladies listening are going to be like, I don't know how you always say that, but this is different. Like you and I have a special relationship that I haven't actually shared with anybody on the podcast in almost two years. And that is that you are coming on the show today, um, obviously to share your awesomeness and your story and experience with us, but also as a client of mine. So Thank you very much for being on the podcast and welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Janelle. Um, I'm really excited too. We've, we have had a really close relationship over the last three months and I'm looking forward to discussing that journey with you and your audience today. So thank you. Amazing. So what we do before we get into it, just a little icebreaker, get to know you a little bit. I've got a few questions. You just have to choose out of the two options I give you, what is most like you or what resonates with you the most? Okay. Oh, beautiful. (laughs) Uh, Vacation or staycation? Vacation. Mm, Where would be your go-to place? Anywhere hot. Mm. So any island really. (laughs) <laughs> beautiful uh passenger or driver driver uh this is a massive point of contention of my marriage is who gets to drive where we go we both love cars so yeah <laughs> oh that's so fun I love it okay um if in terms of like forms of travel would you prefer train or airplane Probably aeroplane. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. sure why. I just yeah. feel like it would. It's it's interesting though because I feel like years ago, if you asked that question, 
you know, it used to be more common to train, whereas now, particularly yeah. in New Zealand, like it's not really a thing that we do very much. Um, a few years ago, a friend and I went to Europe and when we were over there, we were like, we want to do every form of travel. So yeah. we trained, aeroplaned, and then we went on a ferry. And it was this five-hour ferry across Greece. Um, I think we were going like from Santorini to Athens or vice versa. It was the worst five hours <laughs> of my life. And we, we were on there. I was just heinous, like seasickness. And we looked up the flights. It would have cost exactly the same to fly <laughs> instead of being on the ferry. And it would have saved us four hours or like four and a half hours. That's so that, that's a lesson. <laughs> Trying to take all forms of transportation doesn't always work in your favor. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, amazing. Okay. Um, and Nutella or peanut butter? Peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Peanut Crunchy or smooth? Oh, Probably crunchy on Vogels, mm. hot Vogels with butter mm. and peanut butter. Oh, dreaming. Yeah. Melt in yeah. your mouth. Beautiful. <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like, you know, we know you a little bit more now, but obviously there's so much more to learn. Now, this podcast and work that I do is all about confidence and particularly confidence within your career. And so, before we get into how your confidence has progressed in your career over the past few months, can you just share with us some of your career journey up until now? Because from my memory, you kind of just landed in this place and it wasn't really like a plan for you or something that you thought would happen. Oh, absolutely not. So I'm an insurance broker. Um, and prior to that, I worked in administration and being from Rotorua, also within the hospitality and travel industry. Uh, I And for a security firm as well, just to add that into the mix, that was a largely administrative role. Mm-hmm. Um, I was lacking challenge and just direction within my life. And I, I really didn't know what I wanted to do or what I wanted to be. I ended up talking to my mum who works in HR and she recommended a a recruitment agency within Mm. the town. So I just went and dropped my CV off. Didn't think anything of it. I was sort of a bit naive as to what these recruiters did or or how they worked. And I just thought, oh, you know, I'm just going to have to sit tight and hope for something. And I ended up with a interview for Rothbury here. Okay. And that was in 2019. Uh, I landed the role of a commercial broker support Mm -hmm. um, to our branch manager. Mm -hmm. And that role sort of entailed the day-to-day handling of client inquiries, uh, processing, underwriter submissions, renewals, everything that uh, sort of happens in the background uh, of of a broker's life while they're out facing clients. This uh, role only lasted 11 months, so it was a maternity cover. Okay. And that 11 months ended right smack bang in the end of, uh, no, sorry, the start of our first lockdown in 2020. Mm-hmm. So it was a little bit unsettling. I really didn't know where my future was headed or if I had a job. I, I'm sure we can all sort of appreciate the uncertainty of that time and what, mm-hmm. what it did to our economy. But um. I had a wonderful boss and he 
managed to source me a role still within Rothbury, mm-hmm. uh, but for another branch in the Waikato. So I then moved from broker support to the claims handler, where I spent six months within that branch, working remotely, obviously, out of Rotorua, and then back back and forth between uh, Hamilton too, just to to spend a bit of time with the brokers there and um, update them on their claims. From there, what happened next? From there, <laughs> I was then moved back into the Rotorua branch, mm-hmm. uh, back as my boss Todd's support, and I sort of got a bit of a taste for the sales aspect and mm-hmm. the relationship building uh, bit that we all love about insurance um, because we are in the business of relationships. And I then had my own small book of domestic clients. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, your home and contents, um, private vehicles, and grew that really well, really quickly. Uh, I love dealing with people. I love finding mm-hmm. solutions for people. But I I always sort of knew that my strengths lay within the commercial space and I was more interested in those products and mm-hmm. um, helping people with their business. Then I got pregnant. Um, <laughs> so obviously took a bit of time out there. I had seven months off and I came Wonderful. back. Yeah, yeah. Little girls now nearly 18 months. So it's been a bit of a whirlwind. But I came back to work in January of this year mm-hmm. uh, as an associate broker, which is sort of the step between a broker support in our company anyway and a commercial broker. The the sort of difference is that you're responsible for the start to end of your client's sort of um, cycle. Mm-hmm. So you do all of your own processing, all of your own uh, background work that a support would do. And once you've sort of um, grown that book and got that momentum going, you mm-hmm. then can move into the commercial broker space and have your support. Okay. Which happened quite quickly. Uh, I moved from associate to commercial broker and I was also the team leader. And that's sort of about the time in a nutshell when I met you, Janelle, through our, <laughs> net- our networking group, <laughs> which I think was quite early on this year as well. We yeah. started that in March-ish. March-ish. I always feel like yeah. it's March. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Wow. So from 2019, <laughs> you know, there's there's been COVID, there's been unease, stress, a bit of like what's happening in the world. Then there's there's family, there's having your daughter. But at the same time, you've clearly enjoyed this work and found something that you can really stick your teeth into, but also that you can grow in. Did you mm-hmm. know when you first took that a maternity role in 2019 that it was uh I guess an industry or a company that you could see yourself growing into and and being with for the long term it's that's a really great question I came into it very very green obviously with no sort of idea of where it would hit um mm-hmm. the in the back of my mind was always this is a maternity cover I don't I don't know what my future is but I just loved it. I, I love the numbers side of it, uh, which is really weird because I sucked at maths at school. Me too. <laughs> but I love the numbers side of it. I love the relationship side of it, not just with clients, but with our team as well. Mm-hmm. I stepped into this uh, business and the culture that Rothbury have is just like second to none. I can't I can't describe it or compare it to any other place I've worked at. Wow. Uh, 
I sort of always say it felt like home. Like I felt mm. like I found my home here. Mm-hmm. And the the skills that we need to do the job and the training are all provided to us. Uh, we just are wrapped in support the minute we step into those doors. So, mm. yeah, um, mm. it was just, yeah, it was just a really good feeling when I started with Rothbury and I just just knew that I wanted to be here mm. and I wanted to keep going. So mm. I love that. Yeah. That 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 feeling of belonging is so important. And it, for me it's the it's the word culture, right? And in a lot of organizations these days that it's becoming kind of like a buzzword, but it's really yeah. hard to actually find good or create good team culture. So the mm. fact that you have that at Rothbury is incredible. And I know that's something that you strive to um, continue to develop as well. When you and I met, obviously your career has progressed so quickly. And so you came, I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but you came to me one day and you said, look, there's there's a potential opportunity that I, I want to go for. In that moment, looking at you, you looked scared shitless. Like, what was that? What was that fear that you were feeling when that opportunity was coming up in the organization? Hmm. Uh, I'd call it life-changing. Mm. It was it was a really massive fork in the road. And it was something that I thought, well, that I knew I wanted but it was about four or five years earlier than I thought it would mm. ever happen. And that fear that you described you saw in me uh, was my own internal dialogue, mm. which is why I came to you looking like a possum in the headlights. So, <laughs> Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So that internal dialogue, which I think this is interesting, right, mm. because I know there are ladies listening who have felt the exact same way. They've had a fork in the road. They've had the fear. They've had that internal dialogue. And instead of leaning into it and thinking, well, what can I do to, I guess, overcome this so that I can take this opportunity? They've let that stop them. How did you decide, I want to get some help and support for this rather than let it stop me in in a way like rather have it not make you sabotage yourself? Oh, absolutely. Um, I I took a look at my options mm. and one was sit back and do nothing and absolutely regret not taking this opportunity that does not come around and uh, well, often. It's mm. yeah, very rare for this opportunity to come up within the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I go, right, these are what we call blind spots. Um, my confidence being one of them and I need to get someone to help me with it and obviously Janelle sprung to mind I know someone that's good at that (laughs) I'll reach out but yeah I just think uh, you really have to back yourself and if if you know you want something and you know that you need to work on it then then find those tools find that support system that um, can help you overcome any sort of internal internal fear you have or self-depreciating thoughts mm. because um, it's it's amazing once you break through that what you are capable of. Mm, totally. And the thing that I love is through a process of or an exercise of creating awareness around where you're at in your own self-confidence and your own internal dialogue and your own self-belief, creating awareness, doing something about it, learning some tools, overcoming um, the, the, the fears and the doubts. You don't just have that for now. Like you 
will have that for the rest of your life and you will be able to build on that and continue to go from strength to strength because of that one small like blip in time where you were like, you know what, I'm going to do something about this. It doesn't just change that or this interview or this opportunity to progress in your career. It changes everything that happens from here on. So you came to me, you were a deer in headlights, scared shitless, but you were like, I'm going to do something about this. I don't want to let this, um, I don't want to pass up this opportunity. You said you had a, a negative or a doubtful internal dialogue. Is there anything else that you felt needed work in, in that beginning before we started working together? Uh, no, I don't. Not that I can recall. I, my biggest thing was my confidence mm. and uh, feeling good enough to put myself forward for this opportunity um, and feeling good enough to not self-depreciate like mm-hmm. like I was, you know, mm-hmm. saying, oh, you mm-hmm. can't do that, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of it, a lot of it for me came down to my time in the industry and experience. Yeah. And um and that's always a, a massive point of contention with any with any big role you go for is experience. But I thought, no, I know what I'm doing. Mm. I know my job and mm. I know that I can do this. I know I'm going to make mistakes, but I know that I can put my hand up and ask for help if I need it. Mm-hmm. And those were the sorts of things that got me through uh, as well as obviously your wonderful tools <laughs> that, that we used. But yeah, it's, um, it's I, I just can't, describe change how a change in mindset mm. just makes you just a totally different person and you can you can achieve whatever you want to definitely if and you get the mind right totally right and there's mm. you know the the qualities you just mentioned are huge and that is something that employers look for they look for someone who isn't arrogant enough to think they're not going to make mistakes but somebody who has humility and can be humble and say look I'm I'm going to fail or I'm going to make the wrong call but mm. I will learn from it and I will learn quickly and and I will not make the same mistake twice and so do you think that part of that um fear around the the lack or the potential lack of experience wasn't so much in the lack of experience but more in other people's opinion of your lack of experience oh, I forgot about that big one that, <laughs> that I came to you about <laughs> yes what other people think of you um mm-hmm. yeah definitely it's uh it, and I think it's only natural that we all are, are a little concerned about what others think of mm-hmm. of you or what mm-hmm. their perception perception of you is mm-hmm. um and yeah, I had to do a lot of work in that regard as well. Uh, not not so much um, my peers and colleagues, more sort of presenting myself as the right person for the role. I just, you know, I was young. I still, well, am young. <laughs> you are young. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and just didn't have so, like years and years of experience within the industry, but, mm. but I'm here. Um, so... It worked. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, so throughout you and I working together, obviously, you know, the things you've just mentioned, mm. plus mindset, that was some stuff we worked through. How did you feel showing up on the day of the interview for this opportunity, considering the amount of oh, like work and effort you'd put in or preparation you'd put in? not only into showing up as the person required for the job, having done that work um, to prove yourself that way, 
but mentally as well and talking yourself up knowing that you know this is the role for you yeah yeah uh I was nervous I won't I won't lie Mm. um I also have some really great mentors that I can call on for advice and I structured my morning because it was a morning interview in a way that I knew I was going to be relaxed Mm. and uh I, I went through all my notes that I'd made, uh, all the preparation that I had done, and I'll tell you this a little bit. I wiped my bench down, so I had a clean workspace. Right, so it's one of one of my things as a <laughs> as a clear Wipe space. Yep, yep. <laughs> I don't know why it just makes me feel good if I haven't got clutter around me, and and just taking some deep breaths. Um, just making sure that you were talking nicely to or that I was talking nicely to myself, mm. uh, reflecting on everything I've achieved over the last four to five years, um, knowing my strengths and speaking to them, but being honest with myself about some of my my blind spots and, and what I know that I needed to work on so that I could discuss that with the interviewer and in an open forum and sort of paint the picture of myself that I needed to paint for the role. Yeah, absolutely. And was that, um, I guess, are there any learnings that you took away from that that process that you can share that might support somebody else who wants to progress in their career but is feeling yeah. a bit fearful about it? Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest things that I could sort of offer is prepare. Mm. Um, don't go in underprepared. If you, if you want the role, learn what makes up a good sort of candidate for that role mm. um, reflect on occasions where you've actually had to do something that that role asks mm-hmm. and how you how you managed to do it and what sort of implications it had uh, good or bad mm. um, real life experience is great to bring to an interview it um, it really really helps show that you are capable and that mm-hmm. you can make decisions mm-hmm. um, don't go into it just thinking, oh, this is just another conversation where I'm going to talk about myself because you need to prepare. Um, it's it was the hardest interview of my life. <laughs> I won't I won't um, lie, but mm. when I got through it, I just was I had to go for a walk and clear my head. I was just so like buzzed, but it, it was amazing, and mm. I just I felt really good. I did not feel like I'd left anything off the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd just thrown myself out there, mm-hmm. and I sort of had made up in my mind at that stage that you know whatever the outcome, I've done everything I can. Yeah, so, it, yeah. it sounds to me like you did everything you can to not sabotage yourself to give it your best and I'm one of these people who's a a last minute preparation person Mm -hmm. and I kind of wear it like a badge of honor however when there is something that is so important to you Mm -hmm. that you it's not that it's make or break for you because obviously you know you're not given anything you can't handle and if it's meant to be yours it'll be yours but there is something different when you know you really care and you really want the thing that can come from taking that time to prepare. And it's even in, like you mentioned, being able to affirm for yourself, hey, you've done everything. Like mm-hmm. you haven't left anything on the table. And so if for whatever reason this doesn't work out that you get chosen 
while the other candidate must be bloody incredible because I know I've done everything I can. You know what I mean? And that that gives you this little boost of, again, that boost of confidence of like, you yeah. know what, I, I've got this. Yeah, yeah, mm. it certainly <laughs> does. <laughs> okay, so we worked on your confidence, your mindset, helping to reframe that mental chatter. Three months later, after we finished working together, mm what would you say is different about you now in terms of your confidence? Uh, I I can back myself now, Janelle. I don't have to question my decision-making or if I'm doing the right thing. Um, I'm quite a lot better at going, looking at a situation, assessing it and stepping back and going, right, this is this is what's going on. This is the outcome we need. And this is what I need to do to get there. Um previously I'd get to this is what we need to do in the middle and Mm. just absolutely rip myself to shreds because I could not decide Mm. on one thing or the other Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's that's improved a lot um I don't know if I I will I've (laughs) stopped being so reactive um yeah yeah, that's been a big thing not not in a bad way but you know actually stepping back and thinking about something before you go in and um and and speak to it and and that's not in sort of uh a way where I was being aggressive or anything it's more in a way like I I actually don't know the answer to that right now so I'm going to go and find out and come back to you there's no there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing that um and in terms of clients in terms of team members you you're more respected if you spend the time trying to find the right solution than um than just Mm. mucking it up and making a mess of things really so Definitely. Yeah. And you and you mm. feel better. You feel good mm. walking out with integrity, knowing, hey, I didn't know that answer, but I'm going to go find it out rather than, you know, BSing it and making it up or or just yeah. fumbling on it. We had a, um, a convers- my partner and I had a conversation recently. I feel like on reflection, it was about politics. And I said to him, I was like, look, I actually don't have enough information to make an informed decision about what you're asking me. So I'm just going to think on it and I'm going to do some research. And he's like, I love that. Like yeah. just being able to say, I, and it was just a chill conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> was still like, I'm just going to practice saying, Hey, I don't know. So I'm going to go find some resources, upskill myself, and then I'll come back to you. And there is nothing wrong with that. And I think when we practice these things at home, you can use them at work. And obviously just like for you, you're learning tools for work that you can practice at home because I'm not speaking for you in your relationship, but I know I can be reactive in mine, hands down. <laughs> it's probably the most reactive thing in my life. <laughs> uh, I, won't, I won't comment. <laughs> you don't need to. It's okay. Okay. That's wonderful. Awesome. What What was the, the most beneficial tool for you that, um, you know, you learned when we were together that you yeah. think will be beneficial to share with somebody else who's listening right now? Uh, the step ladder. Oh, yeah. I loved that one. So mm-hmm. it, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, if I've been using it wrong, Janelle, but it's a, a process where you have, you think of a ladder uh, down the bottom is the, and it's it's about turning around a negative um, into a positive but not being unrealistic where you can just flip it immediately because life's not like that. There's there's steps you need to take. Um, so you'd have a, a terrible thought 
and then sort of go, yeah, that, that sucks, but I can do this and I can do that and change this and we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's helped hugely uh, for me um, just, just in my day-to-day life, both, both work and personally. Uh, and, and I guess that sort of brings back into the reactive um, side of me as well, where I've actually been able to process things a bit better uh, and go, okay, the stink thought is I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. Well, who's actually told you you don't know what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Do your results show you you don't know what you're doing? You get to the top and you're like, okay, that's a stink thought. <laughs> and I actually do know what I'm doing. So we can turn it around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's been massively helpful. I love that. And there's multiple ways you can use that tool. The way you're using it is to kind of invalidate that mm. negative thought. The other way is to get get to the point where you have less negative thoughts you turn them into neutral thoughts and then eventually you turn those neutral thoughts into positive because I think in the world of affirmations, we're very quick to say, I am worthy, I am enough. And in the back of our head, we're like, no, you're not. You don't believe that. That's a lie. Mm -hmm. And so I think that just makes us feel even crapper about ourselves and it takes away more confidence. So if we can be like, hey, actually, what if I use this step ladder? What if I say, you know, I'm instead of I'm not good enough, I'm okay. (laughs) Well, you know, like some kind of neutral thing. Usually you can laugh at them because they're quite like, what? (laughs) But it's, it's releasing a a little bit of that negative charge. And eventually you Mm. can turn that into a positive naturally, rather than forcefully trying to say positive statements that you just don't believe. So I'm so glad that that has worked for you and that you've been able to utilize it both professionally and personally it's an awesome tool that hopefully you now listening at home think I'm going to take that and I'm going to use that now when it comes to believing in yourself and knowing that you can achieve your dreams what helps you keep going even when it's tough challenging or when you're scared it's a good question because a year and a half ago, you could have asked me that and I probably would have said, um, I need to pay my mortgage, got a house to keep in check. Mm-hmm. But now it's it's my little girl. Um, yeah. It's also the team that I lead. Uh, everyone within my team is putting their professional best in and it's up to me to encourage and grow that desire to be better uh, mm. Be someone that you want to be within your profession. Uh, challenge yourself. Learn new skills. Step out of the status quo. Um, so I, I have I have to keep thinking. You know these these goals that I set myself within my leadership journey aren't just mm. for myself. They're for the people around me as well. Mm. I want my daughter to have a good life. I want to be the best mum I can to her, and I want to be the best leader I can to my team. I want to be someone they can come to someone they feel empowers them uh, even though you know I may not I may not know everything at the time I'll do my best to give them the tools and the support they need to grow and I'll get a bit uh, emotional here but the reason I feel that way is because I had that leader uh, entering into my journey at Rothbury so mm. and that, that word journey is one of his favorite words so mm. I just I'll chuck that in there but I was I was surrounded and support the moment I w- walked in and 
for me now in my leadership role to be able to give that back to my staff is just just an amazing feeling and it's 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 been awesome so far I I can't rate the feeling enough it's great Mm, that is so beautiful you know allowing you to or the ability to believe in yourself know you can achieve your dreams by making them bigger than yourself by making them bigger than the status quo of paying the mortgage and instead it's about you know inspiring and motivating others and that legacy with your daughter and your family and that is just incredible and your team is so lucky to to have you and you know you know you're lucky to have them as well and all that good stuff but um obviously if you you haven't guessed it she got the job so I couldn't even say what the job was (laughs) okay Um, why, why, why don't you tell us now yeah, so I'm the branch manager of the Rothbury uh, uh, branch and Pukakaui as well. So just a just a quick uh, spiel on how that works. We run the two branches as sister branches, so there's a lot of collaboration between the team. There's 14 of us in the team spread out between Pukakaui, Papamoa, Rotorua, Fakatani. So we we cover a wide basis, but we're um, all fairly really fun individuals and we love getting together and, and having a having a chat about all things insurance so it's cool neat bunch of people that oh man I'm just so proud of you and I wanted to know every step of the way like what time's your interview what time's your second interview what date's this have you found out yet like tell me all of the things so I can be there to support you and and cheer you on and I'm just so super proud of you for doing everything that you knew you needed to do to get where you want to go and I know that you're not going to stop here um and I'm very excited to see where this journey takes you thanks Janelle (laughs) thanks for everything honestly um you know I said it in our meeting this morning I could couldn't have got here without your support um you really changed my mindset and I mean there's a team of people that have done that for me but you're one of them and it's Mm. been such a pleasure working with you and anyone that's needing that uplift and confidence and feeling good within their professional and and day-to-day life because the the two go hand in hand you can't be stink over here and really good over here you gotta gotta join them two together so yeah I I just you're amazing at what you do so thank you (laughs) (laughs) oh I I said this morning um Haiti was so lovely in our networking group and and gave me a little shout out and I couldn't help but say afterwards you're making me emotional (laughs) (laughs) and you're doing it again so thank you I really appreciate that you know you don't you you don't have to say those things and so I I I thank you I really do appreciate that and thank you so much for being on the show thank Thank you you. for sharing some of your insights and some of your journey and experience with us and also your favorite tool because you know that's definitely going to um, change some some ladies mindsets whether it's at at work or at home I know it's a really um, helpful way to help go from negativity and doubts to eventually eventually on the journey positivity um Mm -hmm. is there anything else you want to share maybe one like last piece of uh inspiration or um guidance for somebody who's listening who is in a position where they know where they want to be and they know it's not where they are right now but they're kind of Mm -hmm. doing that little dance in between yeah look I think my biggest thing was I left school and had no direction and I think the biggest bit of advice I can give to somebody in that sort of position is just try your hand at something. And if it's not you, move on to the next thing. Mm. And 
not by process of elimination, but something's going to spark somewhere. And it may not be the actual business you're working in, but it may be the qualities that brings out in you and what you may be able to transfer somewhere else um, in, in another sector. Uh, yeah, for me, being a leader, uh, I love it. And But I also love the insurance side of things because I love the client relationships. I love the, the front-facing side of our business. So... I was really lucky um, to have found that. But, you know, that that was later on in life. Um, But just keep going. We are all worthy of having our dream and feeling like our place within the professional world is where we're meant to be. So, Yeah, yeah. Get (laughs) it on a billboard. Let's put it everywhere. It's probably a bit long for a billboard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you so much, beautiful. I really appreciate you coming on the show today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Oh, Heidi, that was so awesome. Oh, 